welcome to Arts North. I'm your host, Michael Cast. Arts North, everything art. And a new tagline, or one that I've added, um, actually, uh, ooh, I think it was the last podcast, uh, that we need to remember the Renaissance took place during a time of chaos and plague. vehicles i wonder if that yeah. i want can you yeah. hear that i wonder if that i wonder if that uh um showed up we're in the future home of uh arts north and i've said this before i can't get too much can't give too much away sean will get upset but stay connected with us and uh, you'll find out more um so during a pandemic we've had uh, uh people really rise to the occasion and um and put themselves out there um volunteering and uh and that's where i met uh this guest is it katie ames katie it's it's kate kate yeah kate okay kate i should have asked first that's how (laughs) that's how much i know her (laughs) um yeah it's new kate ames uh graphic designer yeah i'm a graphic designer um i freelance and i also work at document source which serves northern health and I kind of transi- transitioned to that role recently, but I have been with Northern Health since 2014. Right. Uh, Harsh. Harsh. You work yes. with Harsh Pete. Yeah, I work have heard right the, across from her. Yeah, people have heard the, the podcast episode with Harsh. Um, and you've, so you've graphic design. Yep. Did you go to school for that? I did. I went to Emily Carr down in Vancouver. <gasps> Uh, oh. Back in the old campus before they had their new mm-hmm. combo with SFU and BCIT. But it was a combo program at the time, uh, just at separate campuses. So uh, partially in Burnaby at BCIT and then partially downtown um, on Granville Island. How did you find that? Loved it. I, did. I think like <laughs> going it. to places of higher learning, even if I'm not, like even if I just go into uh, like uh, um, UNBC, just being on the campus even though i'm not i don't even go to school it's like it's beautiful oh, there. i should be here man yeah yeah it's beautiful there um i enjoyed uh, emily carr immensely bcit as well um but the culture at emily carr was great and my sister actually at the time she was going to arts umbrella which was right across the road mm-hmm. from emily carr and she did a dance program down there so uh it was a good time in my life when you know, single before kids and just having fun in Vancouver with my sister and living together and going to school together and exploring the city. Lots of talent in your family? Uh, A lot of artists, yeah. Um, My mom actually has a gallery and framing studio in Terrace, BC also. Really? Yeah, Mountainside uh, Gallery. Mm -hmm. And that's just uh, up by the Flying Fish, kind of at the crossroads of Highway 16. Mm -hmm. Um, Or the four-way, we call it, in Terrace. (laughs) I guess it's a roundabout now. It's been a while. <laughs> it is a roundabout. <laughs> I was a roundabout there. I was in Kitimat uh, for work, and I was I was in Kitimat. I was really surprised in Kitimat that they didn't have any kind of um, arts council. Do they? They have one in Terrace, though, right? They do in Terrace. Yeah. Um, they have the art galleries just uh, below the library in Terrace. Yeah. Um, the arts community in Terrace is actually amazing, and I think Kitimat maybe it's it's quite a smaller town, and mm-hmm. then the village just just beside. But because it is so close to Terrace, I kind of feel like it's it's part of Terrace. And I didn't when I was a kid mm-hmm. because it seems so far. But after living in Vancouver, 
get a match just to hop away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember living in Toronto, and it's like uh, I'll t- have to take you know forty five minutes early in the morning to just get to the center of of town from like five miles away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was... Uh, I don't miss that. No, I spent a lot of time on the bus and the train mm-hmm. um, at the time. I did have funding, actually, um, <clears throat> to go down to school through an EI program, uh, but I still worked full-time at the airport at that time as well. So I was living in Steveston, working in Richmond, and going to school in downtown Vancouver and in Burnaby. So oh. probably four hours a day at least on transit. And sleeping another four hours and then doing all the rest. And now I look back and I granted I'm 10 years older, but uh, I don't know how I I couldn't do it again with that little sleep. Oh, you never (laughs) know, right? (laughs) No, it's that determination and that tenacity that'll get you um, that'll drive you to get there. Ah, Maybe get a little crazy or do some some interesting art because my mind goes a little bit loopy when I'm not tired. So. So design, mm-hmm. you have your own, you have your own freelance company. Yeah. Um, I've been freelancing for a long time since yeah. I was in school pretty much on smaller projects and a lot of stuff for, um, friends that I had in high school and people still in Terrace and my sister, and my mom. Um, but I just, uh, actually went legitimate, um, mm-hmm. in what was it? December, 2019. perfect perfect timing yeah who could have foreseen that I it took me years and years to kind of build up the guts to quit my job like my secure job Mm -hmm. uh, my day job and go out on my own and yeah just before 2020 was the perfect time (laughs) you know um Kim Kim Hay Kim Hayhurst Kim Hayhurst yeah yeah the yeah. makery yeah the makery I was really like she we did a an episode here and when she was saying I was excited to hear about her concept and everything and then when COVID hit I was like God damn it you know yeah she did okay yeah right? yeah I've popped in there it. a couple times and just you know enjoyed the enjoyed the area and you vibe. know yeah, yeah worked and and had coffee and snacks and and actually had an opportunity because of COVID to actually sit down and talk with her quite a bit so I, I love what she's doing it's awesome it's good to have those and we and we were talking about this before the before the the show and you were talking about getting out of your comfort zone and 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 i think kim is probably a good mentor to have yeah and that's something that i've learned throughout covid um or should just backtrack a little bit before covid uh when i did launch part of the reason um that I felt so ready to do that was I was getting involved with the women in business Mm -hmm. uh, program leap women in business uh, through community futures. And um, then COVID hit and with the kids at home and being isolated, I I felt like I had just figured out how to network before the pandemic. And then it was figuring all that kind of stuff out again in a, in a more virtual world and pivoting. Um, because I'm a graphic designer by trade. So I'm learning more about uh, digital marketing and web development and stuff like that too. Ooh, there's a, what I, I said to Sean, I may have to look it up on my phone. Sean Farrell, the executive director of the Community Arts Council. Uh, he sent me a text this morning and it's about the, the, the uh, BC government. So the British Columbia government 
is providing, here's the poster, um, $7,500. So you can apply for a $7,500 grant to create or improve your online store. Yeah, is that the Small Business BC one? Um, Stronger BC, uh, I didn't read the whole thing. Um, The deadline is March 31st, and it is through the small, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Job I, ha- I have heard about that group. one. That's yeah. 7,500. I was like, yeah, I've heard about that one. So you have till March 31st. Get on it, everybody. Get on it. <laughs> I think uh, we're going to try and help as many people here through the Community Arts Council and uh, and Arch North and see if we can uh, help people with applications. Yeah, the grant, right. uh, grant writing is a scale in and of itself, and um, I'm sure, m- myself included, <laughs> could use help applying for all these grants now that there is actually money out there for the arts and creatives. Do so. you know, you can, you can get a, uh, you can go through the library and they get the ed to go, uh, which are online education, online courses, and they have a grant writing course. Nice. So okay. they have two ed of them go. actually. The first one is how to target your, your I'm just writing this right? down. <laughs> <laughs> how to target. You're going to listen to this later. <laughs> I will, I will, but <coughs> excuse me. If um, I don't write things down, it is just. Oh dumb. my god! I know, <laughs> I know. I was at work today. They were making fun of me because I was like wandering around the the uh, the office, forgetting what I was supposed to be doing, and and I've got like three notebooks that I don't use on my desk. Yeah. Um. So anyway, seventy five hundred dollars. Oh, no, where, oh, you're right. Ed to go at the library, Prince George Public Library. You can go on their website, Ed to go. You can take, take all kinds of classes for free. Free. Free is good. Yeah. Free Anything is the best. free. <laughs> Anything free is worth what you pay for it. Yeah. Um, and at first, the first, uh, the first course, um, there's no writing at all. It's, t- it talks about, it talks about how to target which ones, who, how to pick where and, and, and all of that. I, for me, it was a little dry, and I tried it, and I didn't do it. You didn't do the course? I did. I, I tried it. Yeah. Right? I tried it, and then I'm like, oh, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm not, I don't have that brain, right? I don't have that brain. For what, like self-motivated, lear- or like the on- online learning, you mean? For administration stuff. Mm. Yeah. Right? But I guess creative writing, a, a lot of people tell me if you're going to write a grant, you have to know some creative writing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was say I was thinking when you were when you were saying that is kind of like how to sell yourself mm-hmm. um in an eloquent eloquent way. I me mean, it would just be like, "Hey, c- can you guys give me some money?" <laughs> <laughs> just simple. Right? Yeah, keep it casual. <laughs> the reason the reason I took the reason I took that is because the I went to a um a workshop for the Canada Arts Council. They okay. came here uh, uh pre-COVID. We're going to get this, you know, this is going to be like pre-COVID, during COVID, <laughs> post-COVID. Uh, so pre-COVID and, and they were saying, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of funding available and even more so now mm-hmm. with the, with the pandemic. Um, and you just need to know how to tap into it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And for me, um, because of the situation that I was in and when I had my startup and the amount of revenue I had in the previous year, oh. A lot of the um, small business grants have not applied to my situation, although because I was employed doing this part-time 
mm-hmm. as my, you know, guaranteed income anyways, um, I did qualify for SERP. So hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, and we talked about, we talked about money a little bit before the show too. And, 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 and I don't know, I don't know where you stand on a guaranteed, um, minimum income for people. I think it's great. I think that there's a lot of people struggling and unnecessarily so. Um, women, specifically, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. bringing leap for women in business back into this. The the wage gap is is huge, and I think the pandemic has really shone a light on that wage gap um, because most of the people who have lost their jobs or ha- who are still not back to work are women. Mm-hmm. Is that is that is that statistically? There's statistically, yeah. I don't have the number mm-hmm. in uh, in my head right now, but uh, but yeah, it's far more women than men um, because they're more in a childcare role. That's just kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. how things generally have gone, um, and because men <clears throat> also make a higher wage in general, mm-hmm. that's the job that you have to keep just to make it by. Yeah. That's unfortunate. It is, but we're hoping that uh, things will turn a corner and that uh, because COVID has shone a light, not only on this issue, but many other issues, that mm-hmm. there'll be some radical change. I would hope so. Not, I mean, first of all, like with that, with e- with equality, well, that even goes in, so the whole equality thing goes into um, systemic racism, right? And yep. systemic um, um um, just like different minorities you mean yeah but but there's also when it comes to gender um uh, so you know f- women don't make as much or mm-hmm. or transgendered people don't even get you know or anybody in the lgbtq i got that i got that i you said did. that pretty quick <laughs> plus but i think plus, plus at the end plus at the end sorry <laughs> um they don't even get into the door to get the interview mm-hmm. right so those so the equality it, hopefully it's shown a light on that and where there is this systemic sort of um i, I don't Ine- inequality between inequality. different people yeah yeah um went to school went to emily carr yeah i went to emily carr um and then yeah, the reason I actually decided to move to Prince George is uh, after school, um, I was working, uh, doing kind of a graphic design, but also office management position at a yeah. gymnastics hall there. And that's a whole nother story of my background, gymnastics. Gymnastics? But, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there was just one day where I was looking at my budget and all my bills and every credit card was maxed and I had a friend visiting and she was like, let's go to Vegas. And then you're moving to Prince George with me. Did and you go to Vegas? I do, We did. We did go to Vegas. Did you get your credit cards paid off or did you have to add some more uh, on? No, me? she took me to Vegas. Um, <laughs> nice. And then, yeah, we packed up a U-Haul, left the next day, like after we got back to Canada. And I've been here ever since. What did you think of Vegas? It was a like I would like to go again. Really, I, uh, I think I would yeah. remember more of it. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I just decided, you know, I went the once, and I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to go back again. It was fun. It was so fun going with just a girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, I've never had a trip so similar. You know, like just one on one, where you can really bond and 
be crazy with your girlfriend. I don't know. Did you win any win anything? I'm not a gambler. No. Neither am I. I no. gave my <laughs> I gave my money to street artists, so I bought I bought some pieces of art off the street. So I figured if I'm gonna leave my money there. Yeah, I the arts well. and entertainment yeah. is where it was at for me. And I mistakenly it was July when we went, so it was scorching hot. We got off the plane and I swear it was almost like fifty degrees. Like yes. it was hot. I went in January. Um, that's smart, smart man. Well, I don't know. I think I should have gone in like May or April and maybe they would have had 20 degrees, 22 degrees and the pools aren't open. Oh, people so are you wearing didn't get winter the full coats. Experience it's crazy. People, at 20. Yeah. They're wearing yeah. winter coats. But I mean, you know, that's their thing, right? Yeah. No, I enjoyed it. I went to a lot of shows. Um, the Cirque du Soleil mm-hmm. uh, holds a special place in my heart because um, my sister actually uh, did all of the auditions and and made it up to the top level and then uh, didn't didn't end up getting in a show in a spot mm-hmm. um, because she ended up going overseas and dancing um, in Holland, but uh, but yeah, watching her go through all of this experience and auditions and stuff like that was was amazing to see and and kind of like our dreams for gymnastics coming into fruition. Those <laughs> highs and lows, you know, I mean. Uh, as as a designer as an artist as you know same thing as an artist here it's like yeah you know when you make it to that next one and then the next one and uh and 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 theater too um are you involved in theater at used all? to be yeah. not yeah. recently not since well, uh before kids we'll get you involved <laughs> we'll get you involved in theater northwest i would love to um, i love it those all of those moments you know and to keep to for her to make it there but i mean going to dance at holland in holland or cirque du soleil i don't know cirque du soleil really Um, yeah well i just it's it's so much more than just dance Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's all encompassing and it's immersive and i just if you ever have a chance to see a cirque du soleil show go Oh, well, they were no. going to put the ice one on before. Yeah, I've, I went to that one here, actually, when it came. Oh, was it here? Oh, there the, was an oh, ice right. one here a couple years ago. With the guitar. The young fellow playing a guitar. Oh, I can't remember. No, now they're doing a water I one. I have seen a lot of shows. Um, yeah. It was a girl, guy, duo. I don't remember. <laughs> it Whatever was it was, it was it good. It was amazing. <laughs> so, what now? What? So, you, you, you went legit. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to pull in clients. Yeah. And you're learning how to do that. Yeah. Um, it was a bit of a gap, like when the kids were home in 2020. Um, yeah. And I couldn't continue working. Uh, that's when I dropped uh, Leap for Women in Business. I wasn't able to manage that. Um, and then when the kids went back to school and things kind of calmed down is when I started in doing a little bit more preparatory work and like background stuff and really trying to get into networking again in a different way. Did you go through Community Futures? No, uh, but I am registered for some of their upcoming workshops for their incubator pr- oh, good. program. Good, good. Yeah, they've got amazing stuff. Um, as far as gender, they've got a gender inclusivity workshop, confidence workshop. They had their conference in the fall, uh, which I took part of as well as a vendor. Um, yeah, they're doing amazing stuff. As a vendor? Yeah. 
Um, well, for my graphic design. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I've said the actual name yet. It's Ames Design oh, Studio. I think I said it at the beginning, but Did go you? ahead and say it again. <laughs> say it, we'll say it as many times okay. as we need. A-M-E-S. A-M-E-S. Yeah. Everybody seems to spell Ames with an I oh, every time I tell somebody my name over the phone. But yeah. uh, yes, A-M-E-S Design Studio, um, spelt just like that, dot C-A. And... Uh, yeah, I, I love branding, blogging, creating, and collaborating. Is uh, my and my tagline, sorry, is um, telling stories from the north. So <laughs> this is a perfect uh, collab the, here. Well, what we well what we'll do is we'll put those um, we'll same again later on in the in the episode, and then awesome. Oh, yeah, time's just flying. Um, we should go about 35, 40 minutes. Um. So then, uh, and then we'll put it in the in the description. Awesome. So we'll have links so people can go right to it. And we'll just, you know, we'll just promote the shit out of it in Facebook and Instagram and, and whatever whatever else we can. Deal. And so you, why design? I have always been involved in the arts my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom is an artist, uh, watercolor, and so was my grandmother. Um, they also did quilting, just stained glass, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I grew up immersed in art. Um, I remember for my primary school, I helped my mom design the t-shirt. Like, nice. so, and my mom was a, uh, an instructor as well. So mm-hmm. I've always had a lot of support in that area. Um, but yeah, when I was a kid, I did everything from theater at Terrace Little Theater to concert jazz band. Um, jazz band yeah. what did you play i played the tenor sax i still have it <laughs> oh, you know when i was in school the tenor sax so the, the all the girls went to the woodwind so this was yeah. this is this is like 40 oh my god 45 years ago so all the girls were playing flute and clarinet and and i wanted to play the saxophone so all the girls went to the reed instruments, the woodwinds, and all the guys went to the brass or the drums or the percussion. Mm-hmm. And um, and I got stuck with the trombone, which uh, and stuck I love jazz. Trombone, well, that's I, not I, bad no, 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 I, there's a there's um there's a jazz musician, a modern musician that has really does wonderful things with the trombone. Um, and I wish I would have kept with it only so I could learn how to read music because I can't read music, but I can play if I, if yeah, I hear Yeah, so you're it, self-taught right? auditory. I guess so. I don't know what it is. My but brother learned that way on the piano. Really? Yep. Can he, can he play his tune if you say, hey, can you just play me a little riff? I don't know if it would go that far. It would, well, I mean, like yeah. not just right off the bat, but like with a few... Yeah. yeah, give him a few minutes. I'd have to wait. I'd have to listen to what I have to listen to what what it is, and then I can play along with it. Wow. Otherwise, I can't. Otherwise, I'm like so discordant, and yeah. and and I don't even know what a flat or a sharp or or any of that stuff. And I admire musicians. You never forget. <laughs> that can read <laughs> once, music. once you've learned how to read music. You never forget. So saxophone design, acrylic painting. You said. Yeah, yeah. I I would say those are more hobbies, but this is the the hobby that I'm taking full time is is the design. Um and I I always uh like when I decided to move to Vancouver uh and actually go to post-secondary education, um it was between graphic design and culinary arts. And uh 
I think I made the right choice, but I still love to cook yeah. and uh, um, self-proclaimed foodie and you'll catch me posting all my food pics on the internet. So what do you think <laughs> of, oh, you're one of the food Yeah, I try and do it in designated groups though, so it's not just annoying people. <laughs> There's an art to photographing food. There is. It, the, it, um, what do you think of Instant Pots then? Yep, I love my Instant Pot. Do you? It saves my life as so, a mom. So like, you're not like a you're not like a culinary snob. No. Where it's like, oh, the Instant Pot. No, I'm like, yeah, throw it in, man, turn it up, and woohoo. No, whatever gets you there. Oh. Um, as long as it's if if it's got the flavor and it's got the seasoning, I don't care how you got there. I got some chili. <laughs> I got some chili somewhere. Yeah. Don't forget the salt. That's all I'll say. Don't forget the salt. You like salt? Uh, I just feel like. People should season more. <laughs> I don't know. I think recipes are bland for a reason. Am I right? Like the recipe is bland because not everybody likes this much spice or that kind of sweetness or. Mm, maybe, possibly at, at some places, but I like to, I like to cook with full flavor. All right. Yeah. I like you. <laughs> Um, you wanted to get out and start networking. So one of the things, the reason you're here, yeah. we met um, in, in a volunteer capacity for the Community Arts Council and um, a big project going on. It's exciting. I can't say, I want to tell everybody, but <laughs> I it's, know it's, I, I'm afraid I'm going to yeah. spill some beans here. <laughs> yeah. And we can't say too much, um, but it's, it's really exciting and it's coming along. So Probably, I think Lisa said sometime in March. Okay. There may be a soft launch. Okay. Of it. Oh. I'll keep my lips. Yeah. Um, I think just enough to tease the listeners, right? Okay. That's a, so we met. Teaser th- coming in March. There, <laughs> here at um, at a volunteer thing. Mm-hmm. And you decided to get out. Well, you volunteer with Almanica Arts. Yeah. I uh, Part of me trying to figure out how to network in this uh, new reality that we're all living in um, was accepting the fact that Zoom (laughs) is how we do things now and also getting out to volunteer. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like if you're having trouble uh, landing a client or even just getting out and talking to people right now, um, whether it's virtual or, or in person, get out there and keep networking, keep talking to people. How difficult was that for you? It makes me very uncomfortable. Are you introverted then? <laughs> I'm such an introvert, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. 94%. Yeah. Why did the Briggs Meyer, or Meyer, I think it was, at, at work, we uh, are asked to do lots of personality tests so that we, so we get an idea of how to communicate with better with our coworkers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm like, to get a, I can do this, right? One, this one is on one's okay, not bad, right? Yeah. Not bad. Um, I'll be really tired, but now I've got to do another one at seven o'clock. Another, uh, we're going to record. I'm going to record another episode with another artist. Um, but I'll be so I'll be drained. Do you get the Do you get super anxious right before too, um, or is it just the physical exhaustion? No, I get I get. Um, I just think about it. So I'll I'll think about it like five days ahead of time, and I just get. Not not anxious, but I'm like oh, I just don't want to do this. I want I don't want to do this. Yeah. But then I steal up, you know, and I get get up and I suit up and I show up and I do it. Uh, 
and it's not as bad as I ever think it is. Social engagements, yeah, I'm not really good that Yeah, way, bigger right? groups. I feel like when it's one-on-one, you can't blow off one person. No. Because they're going to they're gonna be there alone. They're right there. So th- you have to be accountable when, when you're setting a meeting with somebody or setting a Zoom or, mm-hmm. you know, an in-person chat like this. Uh, how do you, like, what about workshops and stuff? Do you get worked up if you have to go to a workshop and... Uh, no, no workshop. I mean, a, a little bit, yeah, obviously. Um, but I like to pride myself in being the person that shows up. I might be a couple minutes late, but I will be there. <laughs> I hope that, uh, well, I'm looking forward to, you know, I mean, the vol- I was talking to Lisa today and we we're talking about volunteerism and, uh, and how not only does it benefit the community, but it does benefit personally and, and for me, it's like a spiritually and personally and um it benefits me so it's not really altruistic and it benefits it benefits business wise too yeah I mean, economically yeah. um cultural culturally yeah um i mean the community the community i think benefits the most well and mental health is a huge thing yeah especially um, now especially now yeah um I feel like when people when people don't have anything, you know, they they need the arts, especially now because there is not a lot else out there. There is uh, a study they did in Arkansas, of all places, Arkansas. That kind of blew <laughs> my mind. And we were talking about Holland, um, the university in in Holland, and a university in Arkansas, or the University of Arkansas, and they they studied people over a certain number of years, and those people that uh, either uh, looked at art, just went to galleries, um, or created, lived longer, and had happier lives. Yeah, I think that the ability to express yourself through art uh, is the ulti- ultimate stress relief. If you can be who you are, what what else would you need, you know? Now... Now we're going to talk a, a little bit of a sad, on a sad note here is Amanika Arts. Amanika Arts is, uh, well, you would know, you can describe that too. Sure, yeah. Um, so in addition to starting to volunteer at um, Community Arts Council, um, I have been uh, volunteering with Amanika Arts Centre for a couple years now. Um, and initially I was just doing... Uh, event graphics, posters, uh, and some content for social. Um, but I have just recently applied to be on the board there uh, and have taken on um, more of a social marketing web and uh, email marketing role, mm-hmm. uh, as well as fundraising, um, because Omni Guard Center is struggling. Um, the pandemic has not been easy on anybody, Um but I think especially hard for people in creative roles um, with mental health, but also just in being able to make it by, mm-hmm. you know, to keep the doors open. Um, so what Omni Guard Center does, um, our vision is a, a, to be a safe space for creativity to flourish in our community, um, supporting multidisciplinary types of art um, and cultural diversity. And, um, what they usually do uh, to make ends meet and to keep the doors open and 
uh, invest in the community is hold uh, concerts, workshops, um, different uh, visual art and literary performances, conferences, meetings, that kind of stuff. Um, with the current COVID restrictions, uh, they are still having their doors open during the week um, for their artists in residence program. Mm -hmm. So there's extra COVID safety measures, uh, wear your masks and all of that. Um, but you're welcome to come down to the gallery and see the current artist in residence uh, work. Um, right now we have Kat Sharp uh, in studio and she did a um, like an artist meet and greet uh, earlier this month and as well as a free workshop. And you can find recordings of all those workshops on our Facebook page, her Omnica Art Center Facebook page. Um, with that said, uh, with how things went last year and the loss in revenue, um, the bank account is uh, is uh, drying up. And so we are really going to be pounding the pavement this spring uh, as far as fundraising goes. Um, right now we have a account open with an Achaco Bottle Depot, number 683. Um, so if you are doing some spring cleaning, you can take those right on down to Nachaco Bottle Depot and donate. Um, and we're also going to be doing a drive where we can come and take those off your hands. Um, so you can just stay on your couch in your nice warm house and, and we'll come and <laughs> we'll come and clean out your garage. It's like, it's like skip the dishes except for recyclables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> skip the recycling day. <laughs> um, and then we've also set up a GoFundMe, um, and that'll be up on our Facebook page, uh, this coming week. Um, just having a board meeting to get everything, you know copy wise down i gotta tell there's a connection i don't you know there's a connection between emily carr and amanika arts eh? yeah yeah amanika arts and actually two rivers where, where i um i'm starting to volunteer there as well no you um, really you're covering all the like i said though we got to get you to uh theater northwest and the pgso definitely <laughs> yeah we'll so, do it all i mean there's not a lot going on right now so i say no. i'm volunteering at two rivers but really what that means right now is there's a volunteer meeting once a week mm -hmm. just because of covid restrictions all the programming is is on hold for the moment um so it sounds more fantastical than it actually is um but yeah so two rivers sponsors amanika so does emily carr and their living labs program and also the city of prince george I was a resident there November 2019, so the November before the before, right before. the pandemic, yeah. And um, that for for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. That space is um, it needs to provide a safe space to create mm -hmm. something about that space. I don't know what it is, but it's got a vibe that. I just enjoyed being there. So I was there as much as I could. Mm -hmm. I could be. And uh, weekends, I was there every weekend. And, and there was a couple workshops. And and uh, I think it would be a tragedy if if we lost uh, something, especially as culturally culturally diverse as, as Omni Cars. They have drum circles. They have... Uh, D dancing yeah they have dance they had yeah. uh live concerts um all sorts of events in the past um with yeah jennifer jennifer piggin actually is the is the chair mm -hmm. and uh she's a local artist and educator um and a lately tenue band member mm -hmm. um so with her 
lead with Amanika Arts, we've really been able to um, support a lot of local artists and Indigenous artists as well. Well, I hope we get um, Betty. Do you know Betty? You, you know Betty Kovacic? No, she's I'm on the board. Oh, she's a curator. She's okay, on the curator we committee. We probably had a couple couple zooms then. Yeah, she's on she's on the curator committee. What a lovely artist. I work mostly with Jennifer. That's all. Do you? Yeah. Well, we just message all day back and forth, back and forth. That's. <laughs> um, I Jennifer hasn't been on. She's hard to pin down, man. She's a busy woman. Yeah, I'd like, love to have her do an episode here, but but I. You know what is really funny? This is funny. I would write an email and it wouldn't get answered for whatever. And, you know, it wasn't urgent, so it didn't matter. And then suddenly it gets answered. And I'm like, does she like just wait? Like, does she go through everything? She answers it, which is like fantastic. Yeah. Right. But I don't know. How do you do that? How she does that? Like, like suddenly there's an answer. And I mean, she probably gets, I don't know how many emails a day. I think she said there's like over 200 in her inbox right now. (laughs) She's a busy woman. And some nights we're up until midnight talking and uh, trying to figure stuff out. So, well, I hope it's, I know, I know uh, we'll, like I said at the beginning of the, or whenever we were talking about um, uh, just promoting the shit out of it. Well, we're going <laughs> to do that too with with uh, with Amanika Arts and see if we can get some people to that GoFundMe page. 20 bucks, right? Yeah. Uh, um, we 20, set the goal, 30, 40, 50, whatever you got. What, yeah, but. whatever extra you can spare, really. Um, we set the goal uh, for 60000 just because mm-hmm. that's an approximation of, of a year uh, of costs and expenses. Um, and... I just want to assure everybody that Amanika is 100% volunteer uh, run and anything that you do donate goes directly to rent, um, like heat, electricity, mm-hmm. and then directly to artists in the community. That's like less than a dollar a person in the entire of Prince George, yeah. population of Prince George. Yeah. There you go. You and your kids, the number of kids you have, throw in a buck. Man, and, and it's covered. You got 60000 That would be but amazing. But throwing twenty, it would be even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't take much if it, uh, every little bit helps. Um, and we would be so grateful to continue doing the work that we do. And that's on the Facebook page. So they can go on the Facebook page. Yep, they can go on the Facebook page. Uh, they can look on our Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can head to the website and subscribe to our new newsletter. Um, and I'll be sending out updates on that as well. And thank yous for all our donors. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I, it's it's too bad that, that they're in this position, but uh, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, um, as artists, uh, we it's feast. It's always feast and famine. So I feel like you have to really fight tooth and nail to survive. And I hope that we do. And I think that we have a good team and uh, that will outlast this pandemic. <laughs> Oh, I think so. I think there's going to be a post. What do you think it's going to look like? Post-pandemic? Yeah. Like, uh, politically, uh, healthcare, uh, it's going to be, I don't know. Like, my big questions are, are they going to, you know, go the way that Australia is going with requiring uh, vaccines to go to school, to travel, to, like, how, how much freedom are we going to have? Mm-hmm after is my kind of concern and this is kind of coming from a um, little bit of backstory my, my parents are conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. 
Um, so I hear a lot of uh, one side um, from them. Um, and I feel like I'm more middle of the road. Like I don't tend to worry too much and I feel relatively safe in, in my country, in my uh, city and stuff like that. But uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. There's a ton of unknowns. Um, as far as the arts community goes, uh, I feel like when you're talking about the Renaissance there, you're right. Like there's going to be a lot of amazing um, politically relevant um, and motivated art that comes out of this. And I've already seen some of it actually uh, at Two Rivers right now. There's um, Audrey, McKinnon, Audrey. Audrey McKinnon's uh, I Miss Your Faces mm-hmm. exhibit. And she's got one piece that actually, uh, it's of a boy and he's getting a COVID test with the Q-tip up his nose and the kids love that one. Out of all the ghosts she has in her artworks and like searching out the little ghosts and, and they love the the kid getting a COVID test. <laughs> My wife had that test. Yeah. She works for Northern Health and when if you have like even one symptom, like if you stay home because you have a, a, a head cold, yeah. it's like, no, no. You get in and you get tested right away. And I, and I get that. That's yeah. that's important, right? Especially in the healthcare um, Neil Godboo, the editor of the Citizen, Neil was here that one that day. I think you guys cr- sort of crossed paths. Oh yeah, he was uh, coming in right as I was yeah. leaving. I think so. Neil and I have started a uh, another. Uh, this is gonna be shameless self promotion. So just bear <laughs> with me here. Shameless plug. Shameless. <laughs> and you know what? I do it all the time, and I and I don't really. I mean, who as artists. Right. And as as entrepreneur, you're an entre- you probably have more of an entrepreneurial spirit than I do. But as creatives, uh, nobody else is going to no one else is going to do it. No, right? you have to self self promote. Yeah. And you got to get over that imposter syndrome and, you gotta, and just do it. Just the talk imposter. about talk. Talk to people who like the same things that you do and are interested and can help you even. I feel like. Go ahead. <laughs> how, no, no. I, I really want to know how you did. Did you, did you have that syndrome and how you sort of got through it? How did you? I still work through it. I still imposter yeah. syndrome is the struggle is real and it it crosses over from even you know entrepreneur like being an entrepreneur to also being a mom. You know, mm-hmm. you can feel an imposter in so many ways. What kind of? I had a I had learned I learned. Um, a really valuable way of dealing with that. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to share it quickly. Uh, first of all, the imposter is a lie. And usually the it lie totally is. the lie is you're no good. What are you doing? Who do you think you are? You're a failure. You can't do that, right? All those things. So then that's the lie. And write that down. Write down what the lie is. Write down where that lie come from. It could it it could have come from our family. It could have come from uh childhood trauma it could could have come from anywhere even just feeling like you're not the best or perfect yeah yeah right and self-esteem stuff so write down where it came from if you can pinpoint that and then write down um what the truth is so then do that for a while write it down and Mm -hmm. then Get, you can get rid of the paper slowly, the pen and paper. And then th- when you can think your way through it, and eventually it, you don't have those thoughts as often. Mm-hmm. I get them, sure. They come in, but they're gone just as fast. Yeah, I feel right? like it's uh, it's definitely something to overcome. Um, 
And a lot of those leap workshops were, were great for that too in building confidence. Um, for me, I just, I don't like the phrase fake it till you make it because you have to have some skills and some education and some I knowledge. Yeah, yeah. But some days you just got to keep going, you know, like I'm talking all these metaphors, but keep on trucking. Like, um, That's where my art name came from. Really? Yeah. The song trucking. No way. Yeah. So yeah, well, I <laughs> just totally off topic, random, but yeah, keep on going. I mean, you power through it. You can get through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't skip the planning stage. A lot of, I feel like that's maybe where I stumbled a bit was not, uh, planning so much and for Mm -hmm. me and the way that I learn um planning is everything you know and even if it's I'm a list maker specifically so Mm -hmm. you don't have to go like so in depth and have everything all your check boxes ticked or everything you know formatted on the computer but uh make yourself a list I I can see you doing workshops here (laughs) maybe maybe I have been uh thinking of different things that I would love to do up in this space here um, and a couple different sectors, you know, like I'd like to work with youth, um, as well as adults, um, youth more on the design mm-hmm. kind of stuff and those kind of like artistic skills. Not that that wouldn't, it could be everybody, but, um, also just having a space where people who don't know how to use all these new apps and stuff like that could come and get help, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. whether that be one-on-one or group, um, I feel like the possibilities are limitless because there are limitless apps out there. I don't know. There's so many apps. It's like, I got to pick one and I have to, but then there's some apps that are like, why did I download that? That's just crappy. Do a cleanse on your phone. I just did that. Deleted a bunch of stuff. I go through that every now and then. So because I do a lot of video on my phone, I've got this beautiful Osmo mobile three little gimbal for my phone oh nice and so i use it all the time and the next thing you know my phone is saying i'm sorry but you cannot record anymore you are running out of space what size of uh what size is your phone i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it's an lg i'm not gonna say anything i'm not gonna say anything bad about lgs i just wouldn't get another one okay and do you have an iphone i have an iphone yeah i'll be mac and iphone for life i think i'm going to get an iPhone. Yeah, you're coming over to the dark I'm side. I'm coming of to Apple? the dark side. There's no cookies, <laughs> but there are some people that may know Mac better than I do. So, I mean, I work. This is a Mac, so I'm using mm-hmm. a Mac here today. Uh, at home, I use PC. And we had this discussion about the the equipment. Yeah. Anyway, so we. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna spill the. Beans. I was gonna spill the beans, but I can't. <laughs> Sean would shoot me. The I was talking to a young fellow at London Drugs. He seemed like a computer guy. He knew what he was talking about. And because I was asking him about the Apple 27 for video and and uh, and photo editing. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, don't bother with that one. You get the Mac Pro, but that's six grand. Yeah. So that's cost prohibitive for me. Um, so sorry, it's Windows yeah, it's a it's a tough pill to swallow when uh, when your iMac dies or your MacBook dies. It's uh, that was uh, me last Christmas. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, yeah. Did you get a new one for Christmas? I did get a new one for Christmas. Yes, <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, and I I 
not to say that my old one completely died, but it just couldn't keep up to the work that I was doing as far as processing goes. Um, so I still have all of my old iMacs and mm-hmm. all of my old MacBooks, um, but they just get used for the kids now. What do you think of Illustrator for iPad? I've played around with it a little bit. Um, I It's not my stuff. Like, I guess I haven't explored that enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet. Um, so do you work, do you work pixels or do you, do you work, do you work, um, vector? I love vector. Um, yeah, I, I'm an illustrator girl all the way. Um, I do have a tablet, uh, and like my pencil and everything, but I haven't invested a lot of time into exploring that quite yet. Um, I do love to do, um, like kind of art deco, um, artwork in Illustrator with a with the pen tool and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, most of my time is spent, I would say, in InDesign and Illustrator, and then on- online and like different like content management apps. And do you stuff have like that. Um, Do you have an eye pencil? Yeah. The, the, take some time. <laughs> take some time and just play with Illustrator. They have. And, um, have oh have you found God. it like it just feels weird? to you or what's well i'm not i don't have so i have a wacom uh wacom 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 i think an intuos tablet and i'm used to that which which has more feels like more texture Mm -hmm. um the eye pencil or eye pen whatever it feels a little it feels really smooth so you can get um a screen cover yeah for your tablet that makes it feel just like you're writing on paper and i need one of those little hand things gloves oh, okay yeah but you know what i just like to play with it now and i mean i use it i use rush so i use that mm-hmm. so any, so the mac i want to get a mac because i can do stuff with the phone i can airdrop it right to the tablet yeah i can do it there and then i can post it and i don't have to go through all these other steps that i have to go through now yeah the, the user interface and the usability of having all apple products is what sold me right from the beginning um, a lot of people, well, a lot of people that I know don't know this, but, um, my best tip for working with Apple products is that you can copy something on your tablet or your computer or whatever and paste it on your phone. It's the best what? thing ever. How do okay. It saves so much time, like not typing out links and emailing links in this. No, just copy it and paste it. And it's so, okay. Amazing. I have an iPhone here and I have a tablet here. And we'll have to, is it, yeah. Play around with that one. I'm going to try Such it. Such a time saver. I'm going to try it. <laughs> um, what else? You know what? what oh, wow. We're like going here. Um, That's okay. I know. I know. Uh, and you were nervous at first. I was a little, I was so nervous. I uh, haven't done a lot of audio uh, work or podcasting before. Um, one of my friends, though, that I work with on Northern BC Moms. Um, right, that's ha- your blog, right? Yeah, yeah, Northern BC Moms is my mom blog. Um, uh, sharing motherhood in Northern BC and kind of a resource uh, for all the best places to eat, shop, uh, play, and discover up north. Um, and kind of some touristy stuff, too, like mm-hmm. out, uh, an outdoors focus for sure. Um, so Bailey, who I work with on Northern BC mom, she also has her, a separate, uh, brand called, um, cloth diaper podcast. 
So Clothed she out. is oh, yeah. my cool. she is my podcast friend, and she's done a ton of audio work. Um, and we've actually just uh, signed up for Clubhouse. I don't know if you've heard about the Clubhouse. No, what's app. Clubhouse? Um, it's audio only social mm-hmm. networking. Um, and a lot of, uh, like right now it only started, I think March of next last year, it's still in beta, mm-hmm. but so many users it's invite only. Um, and it's mostly big creative people, um, working together. Uh, and basically there, there's a search feed where you can search different topics and groups and stuff like that. So there's, there's clubs in the clubhouse and then there's rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can log into anyone's room if it's open and just listen to the conversation that they're having on different topics. And I really enjoy it mainly because I don't have to be looking at anything. I can just listen and do whatever else like multitasking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really feel like podcasts, audiobooks, and apps like clubhouse where you can participate without, you know, having to be fully engaged or like TikTok where you actually have to scroll your finger every two seconds mm-hmm. um and i'm really enjoying it but yeah i was really nervous i haven't done a lot of this <laughs> kind i of <laughs> think it, when you tr- like hopefully i mean when th- things sort of solidify and everything's done hopefully you have an opportunity to um i'm always looking for like i'm always looking for co-hosts i think uh, i think um, podcasts are more fun with co-hosts and you can do live streaming which which is fun too it's more fun uh, than i thought it would be like yeah yeah and when but when you get to actually do it so i love take so i'll take it from here and i'll i like doing post yeah so i'll take it home i don't i don't edit so much as i want to make sure the sound is equal you know get oh i get that sound equal yeah and and uh and then put in the the beginning and the end and that's about it yeah and we're coming down to the end is there anything that we missed in our conversation i'm sure you're going to be on again so yeah i would love to come on again um any last notes um I would say maybe I'll talk a little bit about um, what I'm presently doing. Uh, present, yeah, present yeah, please project. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm working actually a collaboration with Jennifer Piggin from mm-hmm. Uh And we're doing uh, this year's jersey design for uh, Prince George Cycling Club and the PG Mountain Bike Association. So um, right now our two concepts are Rain or Shine and Dawn to Dusk. Um great minds think alike I feel like because we both like one one of those came from me and one of those came Mm -hmm, from Jennifer mm -hmm. uh and they were quite similar so yeah um stay tuned you'll be able to pick up one of those uh this summer um and oh down at Paderni and also hopefully we'll be doing it uh on an annual basis so so we a different jersey each year yeah that would yeah. be cool. New designs. They would become collector's items. Exactly. That's the goal. And we'll yeah. branch out also to uh, other merch like socks and water bottles and hats and stuff like that we've talked about. So. I'm going to keep an eye on you guys because I am I have a, a, a brand in, in mind for myself that I've been kicking around for a few years. And I haven't done anything with it, and now I may have some time. But I'm going to watch you guys and maybe learn a little bit. I mean, pick <laughs> do your tell, brains. Do yeah. tell. Um, dirty Hippie. Yeah? Yeah, Dirty Hippie Artwear. Love it. So art on shirts, and that's pretty much it. 
and what, masks what? and masks now. Ma- yeah, do masks. I'm like, I'm out of the, you know, I thought I'm going to do it for Christmas. And then I thought, oh, you know, it's probably a little late in the game. Do you game. have a specific art style in mind or very, very? Oh, it, who knows? Yeah. It, it'll be anything. I'm seeing psychedelics. Yeah. <laughs> Tie dye. Yeah. yeah. Tie dye and psychedelics. You know what? Why? Because it's an opportunity. Like you don't often have something that you can niche with that art style. Right. Like, so when you, when you don't do graphics and you aren't serving a client, what do you do? I'm spending time with my kids. Yeah. Um, we like to get outside a lot. Um, I'm also um, an ambassador for the Hike It Baby uh, club in Prince George. Uh, and that's an international program, just encouraging families to get outside and hike. Um, and basically that a trail's not that scary if you're with somebody else. Do you think more, more families have gotten out and it's a tough time. Stuff? It's a tough time for this organization as well. I think yeah. because it, uh, hike it baby has been around since I think like 2016 in Prince George, the families that were already kind of connected through it continued. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also we were talking a little bit about what the future is going to look like. I think when things do start opening up and people are more comfortable with meeting new people and that kind of thing, uh, it's going to be taking place outdoors. So why not hike outside, you know, distance hike or at this point even just wear your masks. Oh, you know, I'm tired of the mask. I'm, I'm bushed. I'm tired. Uh, Neil and I were on the Everything Everything podcast. We're going to talk about. We were going to talk about the pandemic, and then he had to get a test because he thought he was. So we're yeah. we're going to be late this week on the Everything Everything podcast. But I've got three Arts North podcasts. One now, just about in the can, and then one, like I said earlier, one tonight, and one on Sunday with Christina Watts, who makes her own paint. I saw that. Was she on at Salmon Valley? Was she? Did she do a special with Salmon Valley? Uh, oh, it could have been. Yeah, because uh, Salmon Valley Campground? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Salmon Valley Campground. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't remember who owns that. Wonderful photographer. Um, and Christina owns Watts Art Academy. There is somebody you yeah, would she enjoy her, connecting with. She grinds with. her own paint out of rocks, right? Yeah, yeah, she does. But but there's that t- to watch w- when she started, right? And, and during this whole pandemic and how she's changed her business model. Yeah. Uh, if you could, uh, I'd love to introduce you guys and to connect with her and she would be I would love it. Oh, yeah. We yeah. have we have done one uh one pickup from them during the pandemic yeah. as they were doing the um whatever sidewalk delivery. Um and also because Michaels was solo out of everything. So, we we found Watts in a time of need and now we shop at Watts. Well, there you go, Christina. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That that's a, that's a that's a good recommendation. Yeah. Um definitely. Kate, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you for having thanks me. Thanks for coming by and uh sharing a little of your story. I'm sure more will be revealed. Yeah, I'd and, love to chat uh, again. I would love that. Um and I'm out of here, man. Thanks. All right. This episode of Arts North was produced at a top secret location. If you'd like to check out some of Kate's work, just go to aimsdesign.ca. 
To find out more about the top secret location, stay connected to Arts North via our Facebook page or our Instagram feed. Those links will be in the description below. I'm Michael Cast for Arts North. <laughs>